Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, so one of the more interesting stories is uh, that's been coming out, you know, in the last day or so is Rob Manfred, uh, the commissioner of baseball, is reportedly putting bat boys and girls on notice. They're on notice, Hanno, for slowing the games down. And boy, this is just not a really good look, is it? Uh, it's just doesn't, it doesn't, the headlines don't read right. Yeah, maybe it's, uh, I don't know. We're going to get into this. It's just, I, I'm sure there's some scientific facts that say that it might add two or three minutes of a game, but these aren't the people that, <laughs> that need to be, uh, you know, forced into or being blamed for uh, the three and a half hour, four hour games. No, not at all. But it seems like the, uh, it's just another audit by Major League Baseball, just checking every box to make sure that they can, uh, you know, speed up the game. Uh, it's quite ridiculous. Uh, but, you know, what's interesting, you know, uh, is that the Bat Boys, I, something I have noticed in spring training is, you know, after the guys went to first base, they didn't usually have their oven mitt, you know, sliding protection glove right. with them. The, the Bat Boy would bring it out to them. But uh, some of them wore them in their back pocket. But now I see all of them do. So the Bat Boy is never going to the first base coach to to hand it to him or anything like that. So it's from the dugout, grab that bat, get your tail back over to the dugout and sit down, you know? Gosh. You know, I mean, all these other rules come with, you know, some sort of punishment towards your team, right? In the pitch clock, it's a, it's a ball or it's a strike, depending if you're the batter or uh, 
or the hit or the pitcher <laughs> and, and you know the, the clock how many times you throw to first base you throw too many times it turns into basically like a free base or a balk so how do you how do you penalize the uh you know bat boys or bat girls uh, so just this is just going off of the USA Today um, article, which you can get on usatoday.com. Among the rules and new standards for bat boys and bat girls around the league, yes, apparently, if they're too slow, basically, they don't penalize the team, but their jobs could be in jeopardy. Quote This is a memo. Uh, new standards will be enforced for bat boys and bat girls whose ability to quickly retrieve equipment will help efforts to speed up the game according to the memo the league will evaluate the performances of bat boys and bat girls and could ask teams to replace them if their performance is considered substandard so i guess somebody's i guess they created another job just to watch to watch this is, is there somebody gonna sit out there with like a clock watch are we gonna get cyber metrics on like who gets up there and grabs a bat and a, a thrown a helmet um faster I, I i don't know you know well yeah i mean players if they're evaluated you know they're evaluated on a 2080 scale i wonder if that's going to be the same case for the bat boy and bat girl if you know um i mean are they gonna are they gonna start evaluating the ball boy and ball girl down the left field and right field line um i know san francisco uses um folks that are a lot older than you would see your normal bat boy and bat girl so are are is are they going to be on the clock? Do they need to make that play if it's a foul ball? I mean, that's an extra fifteen seconds for the for the fielder to go over, retrieve it, or the bat boy and bat girl, and then throw it in the stands and then get back in position. So I don't know what's going on with this. To me, it's yeah. just very silly. I wonder if this was something that they just were going to do, you know, behind the curtain, and then it got out, and then they had to put out a memo, which a lot of these things are. But yeah, uh, you're you're right. I mean, it probably was. One of the reporters got the memo of this. That's that's the only thing that can make sense. Yeah, it because it just seems very cold. Uh, here's here's a tweet on the uh, on the article by somebody named uh, Quinn St. Louis Cards. It says Angel Hernandez. I think they're talking about the umpire sued MLB and forced them to publicly announce he doesn't do World Series games because he frequently makes incorrect calls and made a big scene when three of his ACL ALCS calls were overturned. He's still there. But if a bat boy takes too long to run and get a bat, he's unemployed. I don't even, I don't even notice the bat boy and bat girl ever, you know, because usually I'm listening when I'm at the stadium, I'm hearing Tom Hutler announce their name and the play and the, you know, the players come to a bat and then he's rock and I'm hearing what music they're playing and he's ready to step in. I mean, there's never been a case where I've noticed the bat boy sloughing. Yeah. And, and I wonder too, with certain teams, it's every team has different, uh, uh, bat boys or bat girls, um, you know, uh, age, uh, build, maybe, you know, physical attributes, you know, maybe somebody's, you know, uh, getting getting up and moving very fast isn't isn't their strong point. I I don't know. Maybe they could run into some discriminatory problems here. Uh, it's just it's just so it's so bizarre. It's just it's it's just another thing of like, hey, we need to get out of here again. I, I get some of these rules 
you know, there there is a plus side to it. You know, we're going to get a, maybe a little bit away from the just the analytics and the game's going to kind of go back to the players, which is kind of an argument just to keep it going. I get it. But some of these things, it just, and especially the message that kind of goes out where, again, I feel like it's like, we've worked a full shit. We've worked a full uh, work week. We're going into work on Saturday. We're getting in here and we're getting the hell out of here. It kind of feels like the message versus like, Ah, baseball, sit down, relax, have a hot dog, have a beer, take in, you know, the sights of the game. Again, sights and sound of the game. And again, like, you know, with the game starting earlier on weekdays and the game going fast, it's like, shit, you might not get into a game till the fourth inning. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this really plays out outside of spring training when, you know, people are paying good money, the games count. And, you know, the game of baseball is now going to be altered with these rules and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And we'll, again, we're going to talk about this next week, just on its own standalone episode. Do you have anything, anything more to add about this? No, I mean, I mean, the only th- other thing I guess I could mention is, I mean, being a bat boy, yeah, that's not the only thing you do is, you know, you have other responsibilities. You're kind of part of the clubhouse crew or, you know, so what are they going to, if yeah, they give the one guy the... And ro- rotate them in and out, or if they have a problem or it's just, it's really, a, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. They run the balls to the uh, umpire as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, yeah, the foul balls off. And now that you have netting around the whole entire, <laughs> most of these stadiums, it's kind of makes more, work for the ball boys and the ball girls and the bat boys and the, you know, everybody We're usually would just go into the stands, maybe nail somebody and the game keeps going, you know, but now, you know, it's hitting this and somebody has got to go get a base coach. That's going to be the next thing. We're going to be penalizing base coaches for taking too long to go over and get the ball and give it to a fan. Yeah. Or hurry up, maniac to give your signs a little quicker. Yeah. It's, it's, well, he actually has to. I mean, the batter only has eight, or let's see, he would have 12 seconds with a runner on, and if he gives the batter a signal before they have to be aware with eight seconds left. And we'll get into that next week. Yeah. Um. So we had another list. So we had another list Uh. we were mentioning. Now it's ESPN's top 100 players. And it seems like from the MLB list, this one – it has less Mariners, I believe, in the top 100, or it's this just about the same. I think it's one less. But we've had some uh, players move up. Uh, you know, most importantly, again, our guy, Julio Rodriguez, uh, coming in at number seven on this list. I believe he was 16, wasn't he, on the... Uh, on the uh, MLB list, I believe. Um, Luis Castillo coming in at number 37, which is interesting, um, which I was checking out on Seattle Sports. Uh, they brought up the fact that Julio and Castillo, the Mariners' one-two punch in this countdown, ranks higher together than uh, the Astros' one-two punch. So that's... Uh, that's that's pretty interesting. So uh, and they're also saying that in a season prediction for Rodriguez, uh, senior writer David uh, Sconefield, I think his name is, uh, 
thinks that at the end of the year, basically, I think he's believing that Rodriguez could be ranked as number two, which is quite a feat when you're considering. So you're saying you're going to either rank him above Otani or you're going to rank him above Trout. Um, or Judge. Or Judge. So that's 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 kind of interesting. Um and uh, I think that's what he was saying. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misre- uh, misreading this, but that would be interesting. Uh, but number seven ranking for Rodriguez, as it says here in the article, significant for a couple of reasons. First of quote, first of all, full eight positions before the first player from the defending champion Houston Astros, uh, Jordan Alvarez shows up. And second, it says a season prediction for Rodriguez. That again, like I was saying, ESPN senior writer David Schoenfield not only predicts that he will finish in the top three of the American League uh, MVP, but he will lead Seattle to a surprise AL title run. I guess that's what they were saying here. Maybe it was somebody else that said maybe the ranking would be two. You guys go do your homework. Uh, bottom line, I heard it somewhere. <laughs> um, so again, uh, Julio was coming in back to the list. I just wanted to Top that one off right off the top. Julio at number seven, Luis Castillo at 37. Then we don't see any action till 91, which is George Kirby. Number 98 is Logan Gilbert. And number nine is Teoscar Hernandez, which is interesting because I don't think Kirby and Gilbert were on that MLB list. I think you had guys like Ty France um, on there. Uh, and I know you know, Dumper got a snub and Eugenio got a snub, no, uh, no difference here. Um, but yeah, this is, you know, you still got five guys. There's, you know, out of how many players on how many teams, this is, uh, this is looking good. There's a lot of hype for the Mariners though. Yeah. No Robbie Ray on that list, huh? No, no Robbie Ray. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, it's it's ESPN. I mean, I, I kind of take it with a grain of salt after they came out with their list of ranking the best rotations in baseball, and they had the Mariners all the way, I believe, at like 14. So, I think, yeah, I think it was 16. Yeah. It was, I mean, somewhere it, was, that, it was somewhere that was like, if the Mariners aren't in the top, like, six, I think it's ridiculous. But, yeah, it's always good to have. I mean, that, I, I think it's really cool that, Gilbert and Logan are are being recognized. I mean, they should. They, I could see either one of those guys being up there for some big time accolades throughout this season. You know, maybe Cy Young, even All Star games. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I think it's uh, really huge for them. Um, and the two players on Houston, if you're wondering which two that Castillo and uh, Julio show up. Earlier on the list, it's uh, Alvarez and then I believe Tucker at 39. Um, but yeah, it's uh, obviously the Angels is going to have Trout and they're going to have uh, Otani. And then, you know, the, the Rangers, they got Seager, DeGrom and Marcus Simeon on here. There's quite a bit of AL West players on this list. Where is Jeremy Pena at? It says Jeremy Pena was number 52. And uh, I believe the Astros have the most players on this list altogether. Definitely in the AL West. I mean, they got Valdez on there. Like you said, they got Tucker. 
They got um, Bergman, of course. Uh, enough of this Astros talk. People could go check out this list. It's at ESPN. You Google uh, ESPN Top 100 right now. I know we've talked about the MLB list. We've talked about a couple other lists, uh, but our MLB network. But this is the newest one uh, to you know, argue about or use as conversation pieces if you have a podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's the ESPN 100. But uh, when we get back real quick, we are going to talk about Julio on the cover of the Sports Illustrated magazine. Ever heard of it? We'll be back to fill you in right after this. <laughs> 